Hilchus Kilayan Perik Vav Halacha Aleph. Hazer Yarak Tuabikara first in plants, vegetables or grain in a vineyard, which is obviously a problem because of Kilayan. Or he lets the uh, vegetable or the grain stay in the vineyard after he notices it enough time for it to grow another uh, half a percent, one two hundredth. In that case, he causes every, uh, all the grains, all the, excuse me, all the grapevines uh, in a 16 amma radius from that vegetable or that, uh, uh, or that grain to become kilayim, uh, 16 ammas in all directions. Agulois is a circle, it's not as a square. In other words, you don't draw, you don't make this uh, one yedek uh, uh, or one tavua as the center of a 16 amma square, it's a rather a circle, excuse me, a, a 32 amma circle, it's rather a circle that's 32 ammas from one side to the other, which means the corners are not a problem. You see this entire, look at this entire 32 uh, diameter circle as if it's completely full with vegetables or tuhua. Any vine which is in this circle is becomes kilayim. Together with the vegetable, anything which is outside that circle, is not considered awesome. Base. A medvam, when do we say that it's only 16 amas in all directions? So it's 32 amas from one side of the circle to the other. When you take, draw this circle, and after you draw this circle around, in, in the center of which is this yadak uh, or tua. Then four amas outside that circle, there's no other grapevines. If the next grapevine was less than four amas, or even exactly four amas, then you look at the circle as if it reached the next row of, of uh, vines. At that point, you look at the whole entire circle like it's 40 amas from one side to the other. In other words, 20 amas from this yerek or, or piece of tua in the center in all directions. And we, and, we, and we look at it as if any vine which is in this uh, circle, which is 40 amas in diameter, is considered kilayim. So the first two halachas were more machmer because it's, it's in the center of a vineyard that's surrounded by uh, vines on all sides. So this, this tavua, this grain, or this vegetable is more of a problem. But if, however, when do we say this, that you have to use a, a circle that that large, if you plant or intentionally keep the tvua or the or the or the vegetable in the center or the middle of the vineyard, not the center, in the middle of the vineyard. If you if it's if you, if however you plant a, a grain or a vegetable outside the vineyard but too close for comfort, in that case, whatever the length of the area you plant, however much grain it is. Two rows of vineyards, according to the Rambam, two rows is considered a vineyard as opposed to a single, just a single vine. So two rows of vineyards that are closest to where you planted are 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 also, uh, parallel to the entire area that you planted uh, with vegetables or grain. An additional four amas on either side of this uh, of this uh, uh, planting of of grain or vegetable. And therefore. Four amas on either side of this uh, of this vegetable, this grain is usher uh, along the entire vineyard. Uh, if it is not a vineyard, you have one grapevine growing there, and, and, and next to it you plant a 
vegetable or a tvua, how close is problematic? And the uh, six tvachim uh, of, of, of what you planted becomes asr. Six tvachim when you planted of the the grain or the or the um, or the uh, vegetable that is lechayr the same thing would apply to the vineyard or to the grapevine. Halacha dalid yalda pachzer tavach if you have a small vine that's less than a tavach tall any miskadesh in that case it does not become does not cause the grain or the vegetables that you planted near to become kliyim. When do we say this? When you have a small vineyard, the going to future prokim, uh, I think the Ramam was going to clarify this as what's called a small vineyard. You have two, uh, excuse me, you have, you have four uh, vines, like the four corners of a square, and one next to them. So if you connected the dots, it would look like a triangle on top of a square, kind of like a sketch of a simple house. That's considered a small kerem. If it was a more substantial kerem, in that case, it does become kalayim. Although, presumably, because of the previous halacha, you have to at least keep a distance of six tfachim. But in terms of the basic principles of kalayim, it's not considered a vineyard per se. It's considered a single vine. Halacha, hey, what happens if you plant uh, on, on the slope of a mountain or a hill? You have two gardens, one on top of the other. So the upper one, you want to plant on top of the hill, you want to plant other things. It's okay as long as you are keeping a ten tvachim away from the airspace of the vineyard on the bottom. Because the airspace of ten tvachim to a vine or a vineyard also deserves you're not to plant anything else there because of the If the top part was the vines, you can plant below that other things like vegetables or grain. As long as you're less, as long as you're at least three tvachim away from the bottom of the vines. Are more lenient with the bottom because only three twelve of this is required. Whereas if you're planting on top of the vineyard on the, uh, on the on the upper part of the hill, you need ten twelve. So if it's a large hill, you have a vine. In the, you have, a, for example, you'd have a vine a vineyard in the center of the hill, in the middle. On the bottom, you can plant wheat, and on top, you can plant wheat. As long as there's ten twelve on top between the vineyard and the wheat patch on top of the hill, and three twelve between the bottom of the vineyard and the wheat patch on the bottom of the hill. Someone whose field is planted with vegetables or kinds of grains, he decides he wants to go into the wine business. He wants to plant a vineyard. Now, of course, the problem is you can't just go plant uh, grain here because it's kilayim. You have vin- uh, vines growing here. You first you, you uh, tr- turn over the plants of the... Um, uh, excuse me, what did I say? You have grain or vegetables here, therefore you cannot plant... Of, of vines. So what do you do? You have to trans, tr- turn over the seeds, uh, uh, the plantings of the vegetables or the, or the grain with a plow, and then afterwards you can plant the vineyard. You shouldn't plant the vineyard and then afterwards rely on the fact that you'll turn over the plow, turn over the grain with the plow, because you might forget and not do it. If it was planted with uh, first with, with, with vineyards, the opposite. Now you want to go, you want to go into the wheat business, the tomato business. You can root out, take out the vineyards, and then afterwards plant the grain. If you want to cut the vines very short, less than that you could you could do that. Um, cut them very short, and then plant whatever grain or vegetables you want to plant. And then, after you plant the grain, you can go plow the field. That, that will automatically, uh, excuse me, not plow. 
you can plant the grain and then afterwards, after cutting all the vines, the lesson of Tefach, you go and uproot the vines by hand or by whatever tool you use after you plant the grain. It seems the Chachm is, is that it's much simpler to do it that way because by cutting down all the vines, lesson of Tefach, we're not chayish, you're going to leave the vines there. Then when you plant the grain, you, you spread grain, fee, grain seeds all over the vineyard. When you pull out all the roots, it automatically is going to cover the grain seeds with earth, and that's essentially this, like, like planting them in the ground, so it saves you work. The word Mavrich has to do with the word, with the word Birkayim, which means needs, like knees, the idea of bowing. Uh, this is a famous concept that, that the Lashon of, of Baracha means to draw down. So, if someone uh, causes the vine to be bent and, and, and re-embedded in the earth, this is a process they would do in order to regenerate the vines. Even if you do it into a a, uh, a a gourd, which dried out, like it's like dry like stone, it's like a pipe, it's, now it's like a clay pipe, or an actual clay pipe, so obviously, if it's that that uh, if it's a clay pipe, the the, the roots are not going to grow out into the rest of the earth. Um, so even though the roots will actually grow uh, from the side so- outside from the sides of the of these uh, this pipe, the cylinder, but it's not going to grow through the actual wall. So therefore, if there was at least three tefachim of earth on top of the uh, the cylinder, it was buried deep in the earth. Right? He said, allowed to plant on top of it because it's considered buried deep enough that's not considered significant. Or connected to the plants around it. If it was less than that, also Zeragabi now the plant on top of it. But on the side you're allowed to. So being buried deep in the earth and having a pipe around it, apparently a tvitvachim is just like having six tvachim away on top of the ground. Like we said, that's okay from a single geffen. It seems from the notes, if it was a metal pipe, there wouldn't be a problem at all. You could even do it right on top of it. If he has the uh, the vine bent down and extended into the ground, a very hard rocky ground. The does not mean an actual rock; it means like a rocky terrain. Even though the earth on top is only to be three fingers thick, allowed to plant on top of it uh, because again it's so thick with uh, uh, rocky earth, it's considered a separation. The pashtus and the roots are not going to emerge through the uh, through the rock. When do we say the shein ha'ikar gefen nida? When you can't see the root of the vine. Avim nida. If you could see the root of the vine, then tzarech la'achik shish tavachim lecharuach avachis. Then you have to do the standard six tavachim distancing in every direction, and then only only then could you plant. Mashimachik mikol gefen yechidus shleihu hufrucha. Just like you have to do from any single vine that was not extended into the ground. As we're going to explain in Perak Zayin. When someone extends uh, three vines into the ground, but you can't see the roots, if they're between four and eight amas between them, they're, they're considered to be collected together with the other uh, vineyards that are growing in the vineyard, as if he didn't extend them into the ground. If not, then you don't combine. The question as to whether they combine or not, it depends on whether it's considered a single vine or just one or two, or is it considered a vineyard? And the distance of how much, the, the halachas of how distance you must make sure the grain or the vegetable is from the vine depends on if it's a single vine or, or, or a collection of vines, a whole or a small vineyard. If it's a small vineyard, that's much further, as we said. And then we're to get to know how, how, what considers a bunch of a, a few single vines and what, what is considered an actual small vineyard. Halacha yud. If it was less than three, 
and Mistarfus, and you never say they're included as part of the vineyard. It's considered like separate uh, individual uh, vines, and therefore six Tvachim is sufficient distance, and then you can plant the grain or the vegetables. What if you plant uh, very far from the part of the, of the earth with the vines coming out of the ground, but it's under the part of the vine that's growing above the ground, like uh, as if it's, it's like growing up, it's like a part of the vine that's, that, that's growing up in the air and it's leaning over, and under that you plant. So it's very far from the ground where the vine is, is, a t- is touching, the, touching the ground where the roots are, but it's under the shade of the vine. Is that a problem? Yes. If you plant other species under the leaves or branches that are coming from a vine, there is a kiddush that makes it kilayim. Several amis, perhaps even far from where the vine comes out of the ground. Person who um, causes a vine to hang over a portion of what's called a trellis. It's like a wooden structure, kind of like a makeshift mechitza. And the idea is that the vine is supposed to grow up this thing. Rather than just growing on the ground, it's supposed to grow up this like uh, structure. And uh, and and use it as like as like a, as like a skeleton for the vine, uh, like like a, a um, frame for the vine. You shouldn't plant uh, over the other part of this thing where the vine has not yet grown. There's no leaves or branches on them because eventually it's going to grow there, and then you have a problem. If you did plant it, and since ultimately it's, the, the vine is not there yet. It's not under the shade of the vine. There is a mutter, but yeah, it's a mutter. What if you have the vine growing up a natural uh, uh, frame, a tree that doesn't uh, produce any fruit, like a pine tree? You're going to add a, a cedar tree, vibration, a pine tree. The same thing, the same halacha applies. As long as you plant under the airspace of the, of the part of it where the vine is not there yet, but yeah, it's okay. However, if you have the vine growing on a on a on a, uh, a, a, a fruit tree. Question about the vine and the fruit tree being mixed together is not the Rama is not dealing with that apparently. The question is what's the din if I plant grain or vegetables under that part of the tree? So he's a mutla I'm allowed to go plant under the part of the tree where the vine has not yet grown there. And a person is not going to be mavatal the fruit tree. And make it a permanent uh, trellis for the vine, a per- permanent frame for the vine. Therefore, assume eventually he's going to lose, he's going to move it, and he's not going to, uh, uh, he's not going to let it uh, continue growing for, there forever till it, till it covers the place uh, where the where on the ground the um, the the grain has been planted. a non-fruit-bearing tree, he might leave it as a permanent thing. Um, if at a later point, some point later on, the branches uh, or leaves of the of the vine now are covering over the tvur or vegetable you planted, you should uh, move them to a different place. Uh, but even though you have to move them, the vines and the grain is kosher, because since the branches of the fruit tree are chashiv in their own right, they're not considered a bottle to the, to the vine. So since the chachila was muttered to plant, plant, plant the grain and the, and the vegetables there, so therefore there's still kosher even with the yavid after the vine hovers over them when it continues growing. They're not considered to be just under the vine, they're considered to be under the fruit tree.
by a pine or a cedar tree, we ignore it and we say that they're under the fruit tree, they're under the vine, and therefore they, are, they the, the vegetables or the grain, they are also. When a person continues any any uh, when a person plants grain or vegetables under the this trellis where the the part of it that has not yet been covered over with vines, or under the uh, remainder of the pine tree or the cedar tree, the, the non-fruit bearing tree, again at the part where there's no vines growing there yet. And eventually the vine continues growing and it covers those uh, grain seeds or vegetable seeds. In that case, you're not allowed to keep them uh, or, uh, um, or and sim- by simply moving them uh, to a different place. Rather, what do you do? You have to uproot them. And it doesn't say they become usr. could be their mutter bahano if you want to use them as firewood. But the point is, is that you're not allowed to keep them at all. You have to uproot them. Because when he did it in the first place, he was over the, an Isser. So therefore, um, even though we said B'diyevet, even though we, even though we said Allah Yudbez, B'diyevet, it's okay. But once the vine reaches it, because you because of you shouldn't you shouldn't have done it, uh, you have to uproot it. You can't keep it there. Allah Yudal. You have this uh, this trellis where the vines are growing on it, and it has some branches or some pieces of wood sticking out of it by the way it was designed. He doesn't want to cut them off. He's afraid that if he cuts them off, it's going to damage the, the whole structure. Now, he doesn't want the vine to grow there, but he doesn't want to cut the branches off either. So in that case, because you don't want the vine to grow there, it's not in your interest. Um, so therefore, they're not considered part of the trellis, and therefore, you're allowed to plant the... Uh, uh, Grain or vegetables under it, under that part. If, however, the reason why he doesn't want to cut it off is because he wants the vine to keep growing there, then it's also the plant under it. It's like a regular part of the trellis. Different translations for aris and dalis. They seem to be different things that are again. The point is uh, that that the vine should grow on these things, or the vine itself is being propped up by something. Um, or the trunk of, or the trunk of a vine that's maybe even not propped up, but it's, but it's meant to grow on the ground. Uh, it, it, in itself, will grow into a way that it props itself up by growing in circles, perhaps. So the thing is that uh, you, we, we look as if there's like a, a, a line, like a, like a string, is hanging from it to the ground, from the top of the vine down to the ground is one big uh, is, is one big vine. Um, Similarly, if a person extends one branch from one tree to another, you now plant under it again. We view it as if that the, from the, the the bird's eye view. We look from a bird's eye view, and from a bird's eye view, any place where we see vine, we look at it as if it's extending down to the ground. Therefore, you cannot plant under it. You can't plant grain or vegetables under it. Like the previous halacha, where it was one branch from one vine tree to another, here kosher chav like gimme bismurder. Here he was a rope or like a a cord of uh, of gemi, which is like a kind of rubber, uh, kind of gum, natural gum. Uh, and he tied one end to one tree. So. 
tied one end to one branch and he tied the other end to another to a different tree. He said, "Mutlazur zuri tachzachel, he allowed the plant under this row because it's not considered because he doesn't want he doesn't want the vine to grow on it. It's just for a different purpose. It was done for whatever reason." If, however, again his purpose was that the leaves and the branches of the vine should grow on this rope. In that case, it's like a regular trellis, but also and of course, it's also the plant grain or vegetables under it.